Hello, my name is Michael Bregman, welcoming you to the March 2011 Albany Records Podcast. This program is the second part of our interview with Dr. Stephen K. Steele, conductor of the Illinois State University Wind Symphony. As I promised in the first part of this series, there is a new recording featuring the wind ensemble music of Vincent Persichetti, the American composer who was born in 1915 and who spent his entire life in Philadelphia until his death in 1987. Persichetti will be remembered as one of the greatest composers of music for wind ensemble and winds in various combinations. And the recording which Dr. Stephen K. Steele and the Illinois University Wind Symphony have come out with could be called Persichetti's Greatest Hits because it does feature all of his major works for wind ensemble. Let us begin the program with one of the early works for band by Persichetti, his Psalm Opus 53.
That was Psalm for Band, Opus 53, by Vincent Persichetti. With Stephen K. Steele conducting the Illinois State Wind Symphony. From the newest release in the series featuring Dr. Steele, Albany number 1253. Here, Dr. Steele speaks about this recording. The, uh, the president of the Persichetti Society is actually writing the liner notes. Persichetti CD, the pieces uh, over that 10 years that we've actually spent time in recording sessions and editing are his divertimento. <clears throat> and this is the actual order of the, of the CD. The divertimento, uh, his masquerade for band, which is uh, a wonderful uh, piece. And there's some really nice recordings available of that uh, as well as ours. Uh, pageant, his symphony for band, psalm, and the CD concludes with uh, his parable uh, for band. He wrote a number of parables and uh, uh, for wind instruments, solo wind instruments, and the uh, parable for band is a wonderful big work. Uh, the big works on the uh, on the CD are the masquerade for band, the symphony for band, and the parable for band are all big works uh, lengthier than than uh, the other than pageant and psalm and the divertimento six short movements uh, but it's just a, a, a joy to uh, to, uh, to work on his music and to uh, spend time in the uh, re recording sessions with the students and uh, and create a good uh, quality CD that uh, like I said spans over a 10 year period you know, it was a long thought process to to make that uh, Work and I, and I have to say that that Susan was uh, Susan Bush was very supportive of the notion of an all Persichetti CD and and uh, her vision for that actually has been uh, uh, part of the driving force behind it. Mm -hmm. 
And that was another selection from the Persichetti disc that's new this month on Albany Records. That was the fourth movement, Burlesque, from the Divertimento for Band, Opus 42. Another American who specializes in wind music is David Gillingham, born in 1947. From a work entitled Summer of 2008, let us hear a movement called Wondrous Starry Night. This is a work for euphonium and wind ensemble, and the soloist is Jason Hamm, again with the Illinois State University Wind Symphony, conducted by Dr. Stephen K. Steele.
Wondrous Starry Night, the second movement of Summer of 2008, by David Gillingham, Jason Hamm, Euphonium, and the Illinois State University Wind Symphony, conducted by Stephen K. Steele. From Albany, number 1203. Carl Husa, the winner of the 1969 Pulitzer Prize for Music, is an internationally known composer and conductor, an American citizen since 1959. Husa was born in Prague, Czechoslovakia, in 1921. After completing studies at the Prague Conservatory and later the Academy of Music, he went to Paris, where his teachers included Arthur Onager, Nadia Boulanger, and conductor André Cliton. In 1954, Husa was appointed to the faculty of Cornell University, where he was Kappa Alpha Professor until his retirement in 1992. One of the most popular discs in the Illinois State University Wind Symphony series is devoted to the music of Carl Husa. Here, Dr. Steele talks about his relationship with the composer and his music, and talks about the concert that led to this recording very interesting period in my life uh, and a very interesting period in the Illinois State University Wind Symphony's life. Uh, it, it happened in the fall of 2005 and uh, that was Carell Hoos's 80, 80th birthday. Birth uh, day was in the fall of 2005. Now, I, I hesitate because it might have been 85th, but I, I think it was 80th. And so, uh, I'm sure it was idiot. So we uh, <clears throat> had programmed in the fall, we had pr programmed music for Prague, just honoring his birth. Uh, and during the process of the rehearsal uh, cycle of that, that Prague was on, uh, I got a phone call from the Midwest uh, Band and Orchestra Clinic in Chicago, and they asked if... I would consider having the Illinois State University Wind Symphony perform a clinic concert of Corral Husa's music with Corral Husa. And of course my mouth dropped to the floor, the chin hitting the desk on the way. And I said, well, absolutely. I had to clear some things with the university, the bureaucratic things that we all have to deal with. But we said yes. Uh, but at the same time, Dr. Meslanka and I had agreed to a project, a recording project, for that same period of time. And the, the agreement for that, that recording project was the Clarnet Concerto, which is on Desert Roads CD, and uh, Symphony Number no. 2. Uh, Symphony Number no. 2 and, and the Clarnet Concerto were going to be on one concert and then have their own recording uh, project immediately following but <clears throat> here was an opportunity to do Corral Hoos's music and I called David I said David what are we going to do and he, he thought for a minute and then he said both <laughs> so <clears throat> in one five week period uh, we we actually prepared two programs at the same time Symphony Number no. 2, the clarinet concerto, and all the Corral Husa music. Uh, and the concert was of extraordinary length. 
we recorded the Kralhusa CD and Desert Roads, the Clarinet Concerto, and um, Symphony Number no. Two that weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday following that concert, and then three weeks later performed the, the Kralhusa um, program in <clears throat> in Chicago. Uh, for the Chicago uh, Midwest Band and Orchestra Clinic uh, with Corral Husa. And that was a most extraordinary uh, time um, with uh, a, a great man, Corral Husa. And he was very kind, and he still is today in, in communication, uh, a letter every once in a while, maybe every two months or so, handwritten, uh uh, remembering our time together, remembering the CD and complimenting us for the work that we did together and, and his appreciation for, for it and calling things to, to my attention, such as <clears throat> a piece that he's just written or, or something that's been published so that I would be aware of it as well. But what a terrific experience. That was an amazing time. From the recording, A Portrait of Carl Husa, we hear the final movement, Toccata and Chorale, from the Music for Prague, 1968, the work for which Husa received the Pulitzer Prize. Dr. Stephen K. Steele conducting the Illinois State University Wind Symphony.
That was the final portion, Toccata and Chorale, from the Music for Prague, 1968, by Karl Husse, with Dr. Stephen K. Steele conducting the Illinois State University Wind Symphony. From the Albany CD Portrait of Karl Husse, number 957. One of the things I talked about with Dr. Steele was how the recording industry itself has helped promote music for wind ensemble. The, the modern wind band history is so short and our repertoire is so thin, although there's a lot of music being written, the significant wind band music isn't established at the level of the uh, symphony orchestra by any stretch of the imagination. <clears throat> and the recording projects that um, uh, many of my colleagues and I are, are doing simply are getting those ideas of what our repertoire is or maybe will be uh, in the future established via recording projects. Uh, a, a perfect example of one professional ensemble is the Dallas Wind Symphony. And stunning uh, professional musicians playing great wind band music they don't have the luxury of 12, 15 rehearsals. They'll have three. Um, so the, the possibilities that exist for the collegiate wind band are far outweigh those of the professional wind band, just simply because we meet <laughs> frequently. <laughs> On a regular on a regular uh, schedule, <clears throat> and uh, there are a lot of people putting out really terrific recordings and performing at, at such an amazingly high level uh, of of competence. It's 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 very stunning. And I hear, uh, let me get on a soapbox. I hear people talk about the youth of today, and uh, so on. And so this it's never been better, in my opinion. I. I uh, I can retire any time. I'm not. Uh, I enjoy coming to work every day because the, the uh, uh, responsibility level of students is so incredibly high, and their their performance level yeah, and dedication is amazing. I love it. I would like to thank Dr. Stephen K. Steele for his cooperation in making this series possible, and like to remind you that the new release of Music of Vincent Persichetti is on Albany 1253. And appropriately, let us conclude with part of this disc. This is the final movement, Vivace, from Persichetti's most famous work for band, the Symphony No. 6, Opus 69. This has been your host, Michael Bregman. Thank you for listening.